I belong. I belong here. Sabi mo sa mo, I belong here. And then sabi mo sa kabila, you belong here. Yeah. Alam mo, mga tao ngayon, they long to belong. Diba? Uh, sa GMA, yan ang parang, an- anong tao doon? Is where you belong. And then sa mga ibang networks, anong sinasabi nila? Uh, kapamilya, kapuso, kapatid. And uh, there's a lot of priority uh, sa ating generation na uh, ang nais nice natin na to belong, to fit in. Ang definition of belong is to rightly be positioned, in a, uh, to rightly be placed in a specific position. Uh, ang mga frats, kaya ano, nagiging attractive sa iba ang mga fraternity. Bakit? Because people want a place to belong, where they belong. Diba? And uh, kaya tinitira pa ang mga first year. Because ang first year, naninibago, they don't have a, a, a grupo, wala pa silang parang samahan, kaya they feel they don't belong. Kaya mga fraternities, ano, tinitira nila ang mga first year. Because alam nila, they want to belong. Kaya sumasama mga tao sa mga iba-ibang organizations, and maybe even sometimes to uh, attend a church or cell group. Because God created us with a desire to belong. Diba? Lalo na sa Pilipino, very uh, social tayo eh. Kaya mga Pilipino, number one sa Facebook, sa mga social networking, naghahanap pa ng ka-date or what, sa internet because they want to have a group. They want to have lots of friends in their Facebook. They want to belong. Diba? Sino sa atin mahilig mag-loner, mag-solo? Hindi. Iba. Awkward ang feeling pag nagsasolo. We all want to belong. Kaya minsan, and I'm guilty of this also, nung kabataan ako, nung young person ako, marami akong nagawa ng crazy things. Dangerous pa. Para lang ma-impress ng mga tao. Para mabilong ako. You know, have you ever done something like that? Have you ever tried something na very dangerous, very risky, or very, um, you know, parang hindi, uh, hindi katulad ng normal personality mo, pero lumabas ka sa comfort, mo zone, uh, com- sa comfort zone mo para lang ma-impress ang isang tao or isang grupo para somehow you will belong sa kanila. Yung iba na doon sila nakuha ng vice na smoking. Actually, sa totoo lang, ayaw nila yung lasa, ayaw nila yung, yung cigarette smoking, pero natry nila para lang mabilong sila sa grupo. Di ba? And so, it's, it's just God created us to belong. In Genesis pa lang, first uh, part of the Bible, Genesis 2.15, the Lord God placed man in the Garden of Eden to tend it and watch over it. So, linagay ni God ang tao sa isang area to belong there. Dito ka. Dito. You fit in here. Dito ka belong. And so, we're all created with that uh, desire. So, the first thing I want you to write down is, we are all born wanting to belong. Ayaw natin maging tagalabas. Diba? Gusto natin maging tagaloob. Diba? But because of sin, dahil sa kasalanan natin, nakaroon tayo ng parang feeling na I don't belong. 
Actually, yung insecurity, yung inferiority complex, yung feeling na hindi ako belong dito, nanggagaling sa kasalanan yun. Yan ang source ng yung feeling na hindi ako accepted. Tingnan natin sa Genesis chapter 3, itong nangyari sa first time, and doon si Adam, and doon si Eva sa Garden of Eden, belong na belong, fit in na fit in sila. In fact, yun talaga ang territory nila, yun ang zone nila, yun ang katawagan ng Diyos sa kanila, dito kayo, you're welcome here. And then in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 to 10, na, alam mo yung story siguro, no? Na, kinain nila yung, yung bawal, yung, yung sabi ni Lord na don't. And then, so gumawa sila ng kasalanan. And it says, their eyes were opened. And they suddenly felt, ano? Shame. They felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. The man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden, so they hid, nagtago, from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? And he replied, I heard your voice in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. So ito, all of a sudden, dahil sa kasalanan, Adam and Eve feel they don't belong. They feel they don't belong in the garden. Territory nila. Bakit sila nagtatago? Parang ikaw, nagtatago ka sa mismong bahay mo. Di ba? Bahay nila ito eh. They feel they don't belong in their own house. And they feel they don't belong kay God. Kaya nagtatago sila sa God. And they're, nagtatago din sila sa bawat isa. Sa, sa isa-isa. Ibig sabihin, they don't feel uh, relaxed or belonging sa territory nila, sa Diyos at sa kapwa. They just don't feel they belong. Nahihiya. Natatakot. Inamin nila. As soon as they sin, nung pumasok ang kasalanan sa kanila, they felt inferior, they felt shame, they felt... I don't belong here. Alis ako dito. Tago sila. Yung marriage nila, damay. Hiwalay na sila. Hindi sila nag-uusap. Hindi sila kayang tumingin eye to eye. Sa Diyos pa, umiiwas. Hmm? Nagsisihan. Blaming each other. And then, narinig ang Diyos ng pinakalungkot, siguro, na <laughs> Imagine, nagtatago sila sa Diyos. Alam ng Diyos na yung buong square meter ng garden. Di ba? Nakikita ang Diyos ng lahat, natatago sila. Siguro, lumapit ang Diyos sa, sa mga puno na kung saan sila nakatago sa likod. Alam ni Diyos, alam ng, ng Diyos na dyan lang sila. Pero sabi niya, kunyari, where are you? Where are you? And then, itong narinig ng Diyos. Napakalungkot, no? Sabi niya, narinig ko ang tinig mo at natakot ako sa iyo, kaya natago ako. Anong ginawa ng Diyos sa kanila na para matakot siya sa kanya? Parang feeling ko minsan, it, it happened one time, hindi madalas, pero minsan nangyari. Ewan ko kung bakit si Zaya na may ganon, na lumalapit ako sa kanya, nakangiti naman. 
naka-open yung arms ko. Lumapar ako sa kanya, Zion, Zion. Tapos parang, tumalikod siya. Lumayo siya. Ewan ko kung, parang feeling ko, bakit naman ganun? Ba't siya natatakot sa akin? Anong ginawa ko? Pero ano mo, si Adam, natakot siya, nahiya siya, hindi dahil sa nagawa ng Diyos, dahil sa mismong kasalanan niya. He feels he doesn't belong. Walang kasalanan ng Diyos. Di ba? And so number one is this. Isulat natin ito. Number one is, we are all born rejected. Rejected. Ang dami mga problema sa buhay natin because of takot sa rejection. But dahil sa kasalanan ni Adam and then all the way down sa atin, andun na yung, yung kumalat ang lason ng kasalanan sa buong human race. And we were all born rejected. We were all born with some kind of sin in, in our heritage, yung ating uh, family tree. Yung iba na unwanted pregnancy. Yung ibang pregnancy out of wedlock. Yung ibang uh, uh, hindi natuloy yung kanilang uh, abortion. O yung iba na uh, they wanted uh, a girl pero naging lalaki ka naman. O vice versa. You know, we were all born somehow, we were all born rejected. Kaya very automatic ang lahat ng tao. Wala pa akong kilala na isang tao na never once na wala siyang struggle with feeling rejected sometimes. We all have that same feeling in common. That we, because we were born rejected. It says in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 2, that your sins, your iniquities separated you from your God. In Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And yung word sin doon in Greek is the word harmat, harmaton. Okay? Hemarton. And it's a very slight mistake. The word sin means to miss the bullseye. It's not a, a wicked, you know, napakasama. Hindi sa ganun. No? Ang word sin, we all have sin, means to say, to miss the mark is you actually tried your best but you were just off a little bit you were just not the bullseye sino sa inyo na, na mahilig mag darts you know and then you hit a a 50 pointer a 30 pointer but you just didn't hit the bullseye yan ang ibig sabihin kasalanan the greek word for sin is Himarton, which means missing the target just a little bit. And the Bible says, we all have missed the mark. Kung ikaw isang mabait na tao, mabait na ina, mabait na kaibigan, but we have all fallen short of God's perfect standard. Amen? Tama po ba? And write this one down. I have to be, ouch, perfect. I have to be perfect 
in order to be acceptable or accepted by God. Wow. Sakit no, no? I have to be perfect? You have to be perfect. You have to be 100% perfect to be accepted by God. That's bad news for me. Ewan ko sa'yo. Diba? Kasi kasasabi lang na we all fall short. We all miss, mess up. And now, the preacher is telling me upang ako'y maging katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos, I have to be perfect. Diba may pagkasabi na nobody's perfect. Have you heard that? Nobody's perfect. Is that true or false? Eh kung ganun, nobody's in heaven. Diba? Kung ganun, walang tao sa langit. Because nobody's perfect and I have to be perfect. Si Jesus lang nasa langit. Mag-isa. No? Let, 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 let me explain. Okay? But definitely, this is true. I have to be perfect to be accepted by God. Okay? Now, bago ka umalis, because you feel you don't belong, <laughs> makinig. Leviticus 22.21 When anyone offers a sacrifice of peace offering, kung gusto mong makipagbati kay Lord, peace, to be accepted, it must be perfect. Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. You shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's bad news. That bago ako maging acceptable sa Diyos, kailangan ako maging perfect? That's true. But here's the good news. Ready? Here's the good news. Jesus is perfect. Tama? Anong kinalaman ko doon? Jesus is perfect. Jesus is so perfect, so super perfect that He can make make you perfect. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9. Hebrews 5 verse 9. Having been, read it with me, having been perfected. Okay, perfected. Is that past tense or... That's past tense. Perfect ed. Having been, you were perfected. Having been perfected, He, Jesus, became the source of eternal salvation. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14. By a single offering, yung inaalay niyang sarili niyang ng buhay niya, by a single offering, He perfected for all time, 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 the year 2009, the year 2012, kung anong year na pinanganak mo, 1920, or when you were... For all time, He perfected those who are being sanctified. Yung being sanctified, yung perfected is past tense. Pero yung being sanctified is present tense. Ibig sabihin, you were perfected. Past tense. Your God, Jesus made you perfect. But sanctified, which is, uh, it means to be cleaned. 
yung, 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 yung pamumuhay mo, yung lifestyle mo ay nililinis ng Diyos. You are being cleaned up. How's that? I, akala ko perfect na. Tapos sinasabi na you are being cleaned? Ongoing yung process? Oo, kasi, listen, I am not perfect in my performance. Are you following me? I'm not perfect sa aking practice. Yung practical ng araw-araw. I'm not perfect in my progress. But I'm perfect in my position. My position. My status. Okay? Si Zion, bilang anak ko, hindi siya perfect sa kanyang daily performance. Okay? Hindi siya perfect sa kanyang pagsasalita. Okay? Hindi siya perfect sa kanyang ugali o sa kanyang mga gawa. But he has been made perfect in his relationship to me. In his position bilang Timothy Zion Lee Warden. Are you following me? I'm not perfect in my performance, but I am perfect in my position. So when the Bible says, you must be and you shall be perfect, yan ang ibig sabihin. You will be perfect in your position sa Dios. And then, God will take care of cleaning you, correcting you, sanctifying you. That process. It says in uh, Romans chapter 7, verse 4, Through Christ's body, you also, read it with me, you also what? You died. <laughs> Is that present tense, future tense? Hindi ko sinabi niya, you're dead. Hindi ko sinabi na, you will die. Sinabi mo sa katabi mo, you died. Namatay ka. Kasama ni Kristo. Through, sa pamamagitan, through Christ's body, you also, hindi lang si Jesus ang namatay, kasama ka. You also died. For as far as the law is concerned. Okay? Di ba ang law, ang law, sa Old Testament, ang Ten Commandments, the law is, Kung sino mang nag, nagawa ng kasalanan, siya ang dapat mamamatay. The wages, ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. Okay? So, yun ang batas. Buti na lang, you died. So, ibig sabihin, yung batas na-fulfilled na. Yung parusa, tapos na. You died. Your old life, spiritually, you died nung namatay si Jesus. Makinig. This is very important. Si Jesus, hindi lang siya namatay para sa iyo. Namatay siya bilang ikaw. Jesus took your place as in kapalit. So, wag, na, wag lang nating sabihin si Jesus ay namatay para sa akin. No, 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 no. Si Jesus ay namatay bilang Ikaw. 
Hi, parang inako niya ang pagkatao mo. Kasama na ang kasalanan mo, ang kasamaan mo, lahat. Hi, inako niya at nakipag-isa siya sa iyo. Kung ikaw ngayon ay nakikipag-isa sa kanya. And bilang ikaw, bilang ikaw, bilang ikaw, siya ay namatay. So that, yung law na, na punishment na dapat mapunta sa isang makasalanan ay tapos na, na-fulfilled na, na-accomplished na. And it says, so that, let's read this together. Romans 7 verse 4. Through Christ's body, you also died as far as the law is concerned. So that you may belong to another person. You may belong. Who is that other person? The one who was raised from the dead. So pakisular ito, number two. We were born... Anong number one? We were born rejected. Number two, we were born again accepted. Goha? So if you were born rejected, if you were born unwanted, if you were born... Um, na in the wrong family, with the wrong habits, with the wrong, uh, you know, maybe yung iba sasabihin na I was born homosexual, or I was born alcoholic, or I was born uh, like this, like that. Okay. Tanggap natin. You were born rejected. You were born sinner. But you're born again accepted. Amen. You're not born again homosexual. You're born again. Glory to God. You're, you're, you're not born unwanted. You were born unwanted maybe, but you're born again wanted and loved and accepted by God. Kaya you have to be born na nanaman. Again, you, you have to be born uh, not only the physical birth na para makaroon ka ng katawan. You have to be born from above. The Spirit. So that ma... Ma, mamana, mag, ma, makakaroon ka ng spiritual DNA. Kung nung na, 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 na pinaganak ka sa physical, na, nagmana ka ng DNA ng, ng parents mo. Kung anong kulay nila, naging kulay mo. Kung ano yung, yung ugali nila, parang somehow magiging you know, personality mo rin, magiging lingwahe mo rin, magiging, you know. But when you're born again, you got a new father. <laughs> you got a new you got a new uh, lahi. Kani bagong lahi kadugo ni Jesus. DNA ng Panginoon Jesus which is perfect. He made you perfect. Hindi ka pinanganak ulit na rejected. You're accepted na ngayon. Amen. That's good news. All right. Somebody say all right. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. God decided in advance. In advance. In advance of what? Hindi ka pa pinanganak. Nagpasya na sa Diyos sa'yo. Nagplano na ang Diyos sa'yo. Hindi ka pa pinanganak. Wala ka pang, uh, wala pa sa uh, mundo. Wala pa sa isip ng mga parents mo. God has a plan for you already. At sabi dito, ang plano niya is to adopt you into His own family. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. So, hindi siya pinipilit eh. God loves it. 
God loves to perfect you. And isama mo siya, sinasama kanya sa kanyang pamilya. So we praise God for the glorious grace He has poured out on us who belong to His dear Son. Now, just quickly, isang buong topic na ito tungkol sa yung word adopted. Dito sa Pilipinas kasi medyo negative yung word adopted. Parang sasabihin nila, ay, adopted siya, hindi siya kanila. Ito yung mga yan, 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 sila, uh, yan yung kanila. Ito, inadopt lang. Parang naawa lang at sinama lang, saling pusa or whatever. But actually, sa states, hindi ganon. Pag adopted, talagang kabilang ka ng uh, tunay. Eh. You're, okay, and I, I think nagbabago din yung kultura sa Pilipinas. But in the Bible, kasi pinag-aralan ko ng gusto tong word na adopted sa Bible. It does not mean binili tag- sa labas. The word adopted sa Jewish culture at sa ibig sabihin sa Bible means yung ka- talagang kalahi, kadugo, yung mismong blood child na nag-transfer from yung status niya bilang bata and in the Jewish culture, meron silang uh, formal ceremony, ang tawag doon is bar mitzvah. I think about 12 years old. And that child is now presented in a special public ceremony sa kanyang 12th birthday na bilang parang pinipresent niya, parang induction, para siyang uh, inaugurated na bilang son. Hindi na siya anak namin, you know, one of the kids. You know, kasi ang dami mga bata dyan, lahat yan, galing sa, la, galing sa loins ko. Pero itong isa, pag once he becomes of the right age, he is presented to the community and to the family as an heir tagapag mananasha and that's the, what that's what that means is he's adopted and the word adopted in greek means positioned it doesn't mean binili sa labas <laughs> okay yan ang parang ibig sabihin but it means positioned the word adopted means placed or established into the family formally and properly. Marami, uh, ang isang tatay, marami siyang anak, pero yung adopted is the one na lumampas siya sa linya na 12 years old and he was formally and publicly established bilang tagapagmana. He's a part, he's now the son. He has different privileges now. He has different responsibilities na ngayon. Mula ngayon, he's a son. Hindi lang siya bata. He's my son. You were adopted. Sinama ka ng Diyos sa kanyang pamilya. Hindi ka tagalabas ng pamilya. You are God's very own. You belong to Him. So write this down. I belong to God and I've been established. Sabihin mo, established. I've been established into His family. Okay? And so, what's the family of God? Una, I belong to God. I belong kay God. But higit doon, I belong sa kanyang family. Mga kapatid, listen. I want you to have confidence na that you belong sa Diyos. Ayoko na, pag nag-worship na, maninibago ka, 
and you feel, I don't belong here. Hindi ko type ang ganito, taas ang kamay. Hindi, I want you to feel relaxed and comfortable sa presensya ng Diyos. I want you to feel you belong praying in the house of the Lord. I want you to feel that you belong to God. You don't have to run away from Him like Zion turned away from me that time. Hindi naman kailangan eh. Hindi ko siya inaano. Diba? Hindi niya kailangan umalis sa akin at umiwa sa akin. I'm the one who loves Him. And God loves you. Kaya huwag mo siyang iwasan. Don't turn away from God. Maski na gumawa ng kas- kasalanan, don't go away from God. Lalo na lumapit sa Kanya. Kapit sa Kanya. Even especially when you fail. Especially when you don't feel you belong. The more. Dapat press in, push in. God, I need you. God, I want you. God, come near. But he get no, I also want you to feel you belong in the church. You, I want you to feel that you belong sa pamilya ng Diyos. Kasama na mga ibang anak ng Diyos. Maski puti sila. Maski mukhang ibang lahi. But we are all born again kalahi. Kadugo. Kapamilya, kapuso. Because of what Jesus did. We are in a family, my brother. We are in a family. My sister, we are a family. So we belong here. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, you belong here. You belong in the church. You belong in the household of God. And you know what? You don't belong away from the church. Hello? You do not belong week or two weeks or three weeks na hindi ka nag-attend. Delikado. Ang mga whale sa dagat, pag swim sa dagat ang mga whales, they are the big fish in the ocean, right? These whales can go to different continents. They can eat the little fish. They can swim good. Mahusay sila. But if they go out of their territory, where they belong, where does a whale belong? In the tree? Like a monkey? No. The whale belongs... In the ocean. What happens to that whale if he doesn't stay in the environment where he belongs? Maski gano katiba, maski gano kagaling, maski gano kalakas, ang whale malakas in his environment. Even how strong, how good a swimmer, how far he can travel, everything he can do, he can only do that in his belonging zone. Outside of where you belong, you will die. You're nobody. You're nothing. You're, you don't belong there. Hello? Sabihin mo, I belong in church. I belong in cell group. I belong in the worship. Sabihin mo, I belong in praise and prayer. 
I belong in fellowship. Missions. Bible study. Come on, come on. You belong in the household of God. And if you, if you go out of where you belong, you will feel dry. You will feel weak. And you will not be effective. Maski na magandang trabaho mo, maski magandang skills or talents mo, if you don't fit sa purpose ng Diyos, kawawa ka. And the last thing I want to say is this, that I am acceptable because Jesus was rejected. Sa he, Isaiah 53, verse 3, prophecy tungkol kay Jesus, He was despised and rejected. Mark eight thirty one, Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders. Acts four eleven, the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. That's a, a, a scripture about Jesus. And even. Aside from yung mga tao, yung mga nilikha ng Diyos, aside na sila ay nag-reject kay Jesus, mismong ama niya nag-reject sa kanya. When Jesus was on the cross, He said, He asked a question, My God, My God, why have you, even you, rejected me, forsaken me? And you know the reason why? He was rejected so that you can be accepted. Hindi mo kailangan akuin, hindi mo kailangan isuotin ang rejection. No more. Inako ni Jesus ang rejection mo. So that you can be born again, accepted and loved. When I... The, the day, no? Two, more than a year ago, nung pinanganak si Zion, yung gabi na yun, inutos ako ni Bambi na bumili sa CSI, sa pharmacy or something. So my first time, that whole day, na lumabas sa hospital. And you know, I was walking different. I was walking, you know. <laughs> Alam mo naman, I was a, a new father. I was walking different. And I have a grin on my face. What's his problem? But I was, I was different. Because I had a son who belonged to me. Did you ever wonder why God loves you? Bakit mahal ako ni God? Anong ginawa ko? Anong mayroon ba sa akin? Kaya ang King of Kings, ang Lord of Lords, ang, ang Creator ng buong universe would give His attention to me, would, would care about me. Sino ba ako? And you know, inisip ko yan na sa totoo lang, walang dahilan. You and me, wala naman tayo na ibigay sa Diyos ng good enough reason to love us. Diba? 
I never gave God any reason to love me. Ang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa akin is unreasonable. Illogical. So why does He love me? Why does God love you so much? Paulit-ulit ako pinapapreach na yung pagmamahal ng Diyos sa'yo. And maybe you're thinking, I don't believe that. Why me? Ano? Sino ba ako? Wala naman akong ginawang good. The reason God loves you is not because of you. It's because of Jesus. And God loves you only because you are His. Because you belong to Him. And He loves His own. Yung kanya minamahal. Now, maybe I uh, like other kids, yung mga ibang children around this neighborhood. Uh, you know, I give them high five. I can hug them. But I don't love them the same way I love Zion. Why? Why did I love Zion? Why? No reason except sa akin yun. He's mine. I love Him because He belongs to me. And God loves you. Because dahil kay Jesus, you belong to Him. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. I want you to believe, maniwala ka, that you belong to Jesus today. And you belong in His family. Panginoon, salamat sa ginawa mo. Salamat, O Jesus, na Ikaw ay namatay hindi lang para sa akin, kundi bilang ako. At ang law, ang parusa, ang sumpa, lahat ay settled na, tapos na. At wala na po kayong issue tungkol sa aking kasamaan. And you have perfected me and qualified me dahil kay Jesus na maging anak mo na mabilong ako to you and I believe Lord and today I believe that I belong to you at tinatanggap ko na ang aking posisyon bilang iyong iyo And I believe, Panginoon Dios, that you have placed me and established me legally, formally, publicly in your church, in your family. Kasama na mga iba pang anak mo. So Lord, turo mo ako na to act as if I belong. To carry myself and walk and talk and serve and give and participate as if I really belong here. And so Lord, convert my actions and my attitude to be confident na tagalo ob ako 
hindi tagalabas, hindi visitor, hindi tourist, kundi tagalaob, loved, kabilang, kadugo, kalahi, ka-DNA, kapuso, kapamilya. And I thank you and praise you for your goodness and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.